Hello, you're listening to episode one of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, otherwise known as... Cows Cuddling Penguins. And what is that again, Kathy? What's that bit? That's our acronym. Ah. You know, each week we come up with a new thing for CCP. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. That that wouldn't work. That'd be K-I-F. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, uh... Hopefully our intro music went off without a hitch. Um, new to the whole editing thing, so uh, it could be a little choppy at first, but I'll try to get better. Uh, shout out to Bad Snacks Woo-woo. and the free YouTube audio library for the track In the Atmosphere. Uh, if you guys don't know, they have a free audio library that you can use. You don't have to pay copyright and stuff. Usually people use it for YouTube videos, but I'm creative. Um, Indeed. Alright, um, so this episode is going to be our top... Did you do ten? I did ten. I did ten as well, with a few honorable mentions, of course. Same. Um, top ten albums of 2018. Um, so we're just going to go back and forth, counting down from ten to one. Uh, say a little bit, probably mention some tracks. We were thinking about cutting in tracks. We'll see if that happens. Probably won't, because copyright, you know, as previously mentioned. With that being said, I'll start out with a few of my honorable mentions, which I forgot to write down the album names, but I think I remember them. Uh, the first one being St. Vincent, and you're thinking, what? Mass Seduction came out last year. That didn't come out. She put out a piano version. And somehow that counts. Well, I didn't put it on my top ten, because I knew you were going to give me crap about it. <laughs> so that is why it's an honorable mention. Do you want to go ahead with one of your honorable mentions? Uh, my first honorable mention is Everything is Love by The Carters. Mm. It, was a, it was a fun album, but you know, like didn't make tracks. it top 10 because it wasn't a Beyonce album. So. <laughs> Jay-Z brought the score down. Sorry, Jay-Z. Uh, my next one is uh, Car Seat Headrest, which is technically like not a new album either because it's a re-release, Twin Fantasies. It was like, came out in 2011, I want to say. This is why these didn't make the top 10. Come on. But they did re-record them, so uh, that's why I counted it but just as an honorable mention. Um, up next, I have Origins by Imagine Dragons. Mm. I was pretty shocked that they came out with another album. They're just, like, super pro- prolific. But it came out at the end of the year, so I haven't Didn't had have a, lot a lot of time, time to, to listen to mm. it. So it's not top ten So it material. could have been a top ten material if you had more time. Yeah, but time is of the essence. I'll teach, I'll teach them. Don't release albums at the end of the year. Unless you want, don't want to make the top ten for Caleb and Kathy's podcast. What a shame. Uh, me next. Okay, I had two more. How many more do you have? I also have two more. Perfect. It's almost like we planned this, but we honestly don't. Florence and the Machine. I believe the album was Hunger? That was like the big High track. as Hope. High as Hope. Okay, <laughs> thankfully you have it because I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, it was good. A good Florence album, like they all are, but just didn't blow me away. It had a couple good tracks, like Hunger. Um... But yeah, not enough to make my top ten. Yeah, no, I agree. Did you I, have it on yours I as well? I thought about having it as an honor, honorable mention, and I was like, I can't even remember any of the tracks from that album. But so. you remembered the title. Because I had crossed it out oh. on here. Anyway. Okay. Um, up next, I have Shake the Spirit by L. King. Oh, that was a good one. I really liked the album, but it did not come anywhere close to the first album. Sorry, L. So I... And it came out at the end of the year once again. Haven't yeah, had a lot of time I feel to like that one, it. if it came out earlier, I might have put it on my top ten because I really liked But I only listened through it like once. Yeah. Just 
too much stuff coming out and too much old stuff I like. Amen. Uh, my last one is Bonnie Doon, which long wave. Yes, indeed. We will get into more of that <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, this is a band we had no idea about um, until we went to the show, uh, Band of Forces show here in Wichita, um, and they were the opener and they really surprised us how good they were. Incredible. It's always a nice uh, bonus when you don't know who the opener is, but then they end up being really good. Indeed. I have something along that same lines. Um, my last honorable mention is Wildness. Um, it's a, the Snow Patrol album. Okay. And they opened for Ed Sheeran when I saw him this year, and I loved it. So they're not a one-hit wonder in my mind anymore. What was the one hit before? I'm sure I've heard Chasing it. Chasing Cars? Let's take time. Waste like time. Waste time, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but they did do that at the very end um, as like their encore. Incredible. <laughs> Not mad about it. But yeah, all right. good album. Is that all your honorable mentions? I just had a couple other. I was also going to give a shout out to the Avett Brothers and Band of Forces as bands I listened to a whole lot this year, but neither came out with new albums this year. Yes, but hopefully they will next year. Especially because... Band of Forces. I, I don't feel like either of us were that high on them before we went to that concert, but. Now we're obsessed. Yeah, it was incredible. We have shirts. Such a good show. And, and the thing is, we bought the shirts before we had seen that's confidence. the concert. We just liked the shirts, and then we ended up really liking the concert. Even more than the shirt, I would argue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, they are good shirts. They are. If you go to a go to a show, get a shirt. Support the bands. Um, and then I had one more note. If you, Did you have anything else before your top ten? I don't. I was just going to make a note that uh, usually... Probably the last five years or so, I've always had a hip-hop or rap album in my top ten, but this year, disappointed, and the Carters was probably, honestly, the closest thing, but rough. I just don't like mumble rap, and that's, like, all that's coming out. Mumble rap? Mumble. You guys are, like, mumbling. You can hardly understand them. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Kendrick would have been at the top last year, but uh, he didn't come out with an album this year, so. All right. Let's get into it. Do you want to start with your 10, or do you want me to go? Uh, I can start. All right. All right, number 10. So, this... Number 10! Oh. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Anyway, um, so this, I'm going to give you a little bit of, like, a hint before I talk about them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's try to guess each other. Okay. We're going in blind. Neither of us have looked, although I think my number one is very obvious, and Kathy will know it. Yeah. Anyway. Because we, yeah, we talked about it before. Okay, so this man, either I really like his stuff, or I'm, like, very indifferent to his stuff. But From album to album? I mean, he's really prolific, so I haven't listened to, like... I've only listened to a few of his albums. Okay, he's been around a long time. Um, Is this John Prine? No, but stay tuned. <laughs> um, this is Willie Nelson. Ah. Okay, so he came out of the album Last Man Standing this year. Basically reflecting on how all his friends are dying, and he's really sad about it, but he's trying to use humor and stay positive and, you know, enjoy the life he still has yet to live, that kind of thing. Um, So this was reflected in a lot of the songs. It was kind of hard to choose just a few, but Last Man Standing, the title track, Mm -hmm. Me and You, Something You Get Through, 
she made my day and i think that's it okay but then again i could have picked any of the tracks yeah i i tried to stick to two on most of mine yeah well i just really liked the album so yeah it's in your top 10 so list as many as you want yeah it was really good and it made me think oh maybe i like more willie nelson stuff than i previously thought so thank you willie thank you willie he also had a song in uh red dead redemption at the end that was really good i don't know if it was on that track or just like an original song for the game but it was really good um all right uh my number 10 so do you want to try to like guess as well i guess yeah give me a little hint (sighs) she's a woman all right that doesn't narrow it down that much on my list because they're mostly women she is of asian descent Mitski. You got it. Mitski's Be the Cowboy. Um, this this uh, album won like a lot of, by looking at other publications uh, lists, like won number one. But I only put it at 10 because, not because it's a bad album. It wasn't as good as their other albums. Precisely. Well, Puberty 2 to be Specific. more precise. But yeah, mm-hmm. I... I love that album. That was probably like a number one or two the year it came out. I think it was in 16 that that album came out. Um, and this one's really good as well. It's got a lot of good tracks. Just didn't like it as much as that. That's why it's not as high on my list. Um, and the tracks I wrote down for that one were Nobody and Pearl. Yeah, the, and the music video for, for Nobody, Nobody is it's, it's weird. so cool. Oh, yeah, and but, weird. Yeah, both. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that i like mitski but that album just was only okay for me yeah but still really good so it made my top 10 all right next up on number nine this band we saw this year in concert i guess technically last year 2018 and they are related first aid kit yes well, I got a surprise for you. My number nine is also first aid oh kit. Oh my gosh. Okay. The album Ruins? That's the one. All right. You go ahead, give your spiel, and then I'll give mine. Wow. So weird. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I love first aid kit slash this album is they have such good harmonies, and uh, they are amazing as com- in concert as well. Um, so this, it was kind of hard, again, to pick certain tracks because I loved every track, but Rebel Heart, It's a Shame, Postcard, My Sweet Love, Distant Star, were all wonderful. That was like half the album. I, I just like <laughs> kept li- I kept writing down songs. I, I had Re- so I much. had uh, Rebel Heart and Fireworks. Very fair. I they're just wonderful. Yeah, I I put uh, as my little synopsis here. Uh, this band was introduced to me by my lovely co-host. Because I had not heard of them until last year whenever you burnt me those CDs. Um, Shout out to my CD burning. burning. RIP to that CD burner. <laughs> so sad. Um, but yeah, I, I love their harmonies, like you said. And it's so beautiful, but like also really like haunting in some of the songs. Like Yes. Their voices. It is haunting. You're like, take, take like a What happened back. to these young ladies? Yeah. <laughs> what do they do to people up there in to- Sweden? <laughs> they've been through stuff but then again that's that's what you like women who've been through stuff yeah yeah sure <laughs> for music that's why i'm with you whoa <laughs> what have i been through <laughs> i don't know oh. all right um is it my no it's you because we both 
had the same number nine. So number eight. Number eight. Super organism. Oh, shoot. I was going to give you a hint. Okay. (laughs) Here's my hint. This this band, I like to pronounce wrong. Super orgasm. That is what I would jokingly call them. Yeah. This will be on my list as well. So... I feel like you need to watch their tiny desk to, like, get a feel for how weird and wonderful they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good tiny desk. Very yeah. unique instruments used in that tiny desk. Yes. Untra- untraditional? Yeah. Untraditional. Um, for tracks that I liked, I said, Everybody Wants to Be Famous, duh. Um, Something for Your Mind, and Nighttime. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I yeah, they're just so weird, and I I think I want to see them in concert. Yeah, like I, just to see what it's all about. I, I just hope it wouldn't uh, ruin it for me. But I mean, the tiny desk was live, and they sounded good, so I'm sure it would be cool. And you introduced me to that band slash tiny desk. <laughs> so thanks everybody. Shout out to me and tiny desk. Um, yeah, you can basically thank Kathy or NPR for introducing me to any of these bands. Um, the next one is an NPR one. Uh, old singer. Not Willie Nelson. John Bryan? You got it! He's my number seven! Well, you can talk about him now, I guess, since he's coming up for you. Uh, Tree of Forgiveness is the name of this album. Um, I hadn't heard of John Bryan until about two years ago, which is really weird because he's kind of like a folk singer but country which is like my favorite singer of all times bob dylan who's like all folk so it's surprising i don't know if the country aspect scared me away but anyways uh i love how beautiful his songs are written um whether they're about eating meatloaf or about how much he loves somebody um but yeah the the uh, two tracks I picked off of this one were Summer's End and uh, Boundless Love. I would have to agree, and I would just add When I Get to Heaven and Knocking oh. on Your Screen Door. When I Get to Heaven's really good. It's it's so, like, Gonna funny. smoke a cigarette eight miles long or something like that. Yeah, and something <laughs> about Ferris wheel. It's good. Yeah, it's a good time. But also, like, somber when it needs to be but also like a lot of fun and i'm sure he's gone through a lot of the same stuff as willie with the his friends dying yeah and he's been through some hard stuff i know he had like throat cancer or something at some point all right uh so that was your seven so i'll go to my seven hold on hold on i have a few things to add about john prime i'm sorry okay i said my songs but i would also consider him a folk icon of our time right which i don't know how i didn't know about him but I also came to him pretty late, which is sad. But I think he has adorable love songs. Mm -hmm. And then in his other songs, he uses both humor and then, like, somberness or, like, a serious note to just, like, commentate on life. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's really cool how he, he, like, goes back and forth with that. Willie does that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Both men cut from a similar cloth. All right. I'm sure they've done music together. I would hope so. That's a Google. Yeah. That's a Google later. Mm-hmm. All right. Am I good to go on to my seventh? Yes. Okay. So you want a clue. Okay, this... Oh, sorry. I didn't give you... Or you you gave me a clue for John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this band that 
clues too obvious. Let's just go. It's an indie rock band we want to see. We want to see. That have... I don't think either of us has seen them yet. Um... Is it one that we're about to see? Maybe. 1975. Correct. Okay. The 1975, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. Those album titles are always great. They're the best part. Well, what was the previous one? It was You Are So Beautiful When You Sleep or something. But you, like, don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're not the best part. I mean, the best part's the bangers. Sorry, but. sorry. You're right. Uh, my favorite song by them is still Sex off their first album, but this has a couple really good ones in uh, Give Yourself a Try and Love It If We Made It. Um, could have been higher on my list if it came out earlier, kind of the same thing with some of yours. But yeah, I love uh, how I like, don't usually like like electronic, but they like their synths or whatever they're using to make the like do-do-do-do-do, the do-do-do-do-do's. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I love how well they do that. And then Maddie Healy, um, just like wailing on those songs is amazing. Like, how does he sound so good? But it sounds like he's screaming into the microphone. It's good stuff. I would have ranked it as well, but it came out too late. Not even an honorable mention. Okay. I've listened to the album like one time, <laughs> but I'm going to listen to it more because we're seeing them this, this year. So hopefully. Yeah. We're seeing them this year. Okay. Number six. Uh, number six. Okay, this is not a band. Um, what? Oh, it's like a single person. Okay. <laughs> I was well, kind of. They have a song about how they're not a band. I'm not getting it here. Hearts Beat Loud soundtrack. Oh, of course. Okay. A soundtrack makes it onto the top ten. Yes. Okay. And I want you to say what you said ab- about how they're better than a different movie soundtrack. <laughs> Does that have to be recorded for public record? <laughs> it's better than a Star is Born soundtrack? It is. Yeah. It totally is. It's, it's also got, a better it's movie. It's got more... Yeah. It's got more, like... It's more cohesive. I don't know. Like, it flows better. Whereas, like, a Star is Born has, like, those random songs. Right. And I guess Hearts Beat Loud has that, like, a little bit. Okay, let me explain. So, it's a really good indie movie, and the soundtrack is also wonderful. And and I had never heard of this girl, Keegan DeWitt. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, but she's one of the main leads, and she's so good. And then Nick Offerman, obviously, we all know and love him. But yeah, so she's a true talent, I would say, and hopefully we will see more of her. Right. First Does she song. have any, like, work besides that, did you look? Or? Uh, another Google. Didn't do my research, I guess. Uh. Killing Miss Malls. Okay. Well, for songs, I said Hearts Beat Loud, the title track, and then little Mitski reference, Your Best oh, American that's Girl. That's how you get it in there, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> song that didn't come out this year, but... But it was on this soundtrack. Right. Which, I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that the main character showed it to her girlfriend and was like, here, listen to this song. <laughs> or maybe the girlfriend showed it to her. Unclear. I don't remember that. I don't but... remember. But... But if you end up listening to this soundtrack and like it, definitely watch the movie. Because it's a really good movie. I would argue, see the movie first. 
But it doesn't give anything away. So do whatever yeah. you want. I don't care. Okay. That's my number You seven. can sing along when you if you listen to the soundtrack first. So there's there a bonus. Go. There you go. All right, number six for me. This is a man who we've seen in concert. I like how you shouted, man. Well, I was going to say band, and then it turned into man, so. Oh, someone we've seen in concert? Mm-hmm. Recently? Um, no, but it was last year. Is it my number one? Probably. Vance? Yep. Vance Joy, Nation of Two, in his second album, I believe, right? The only other one he has is, uh... What is his third album? Oh, jeez. Oh, Neither man. of us did our research. We'll just put it in. We'll edit it in. Anyways, yeah. His fourth. <laughs> um, we don't know. One of the best concerts I've ever attended. And Sing. I think, yeah. Obviously. Uh, each song is sappier than the last. And I love it. I mean, usually I want it, but yeah, they're like all love songs. He made a joke about that at the concert, which was pretty funny. He um, did. It was so cute. He's so cute. The tracks on this one, I put uh, Lay It On Me and Saturday Sun. Interesting. Interesting track choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five. So this is one of my favorite singers, though technically you could also say it's a band, but it's like one dude. Bruce Springsteen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's so mean to the poor E Street band. <laughs> just, they don't count. I don't know. Passenger. Ah, I forgot okay. that came out this year. Yeah, so Runaway was the album. And Passenger slash Mike is a wonderful storyteller. He delivers beautiful songs. And he's more than just Let It Go. He's... <laughs> Has a lot of good songs. And this one was interesting. I didn't pick a specific song. Because for this album, I feel like you just need to listen to it all the way through. It like tells a story. So just saying one. Is it one, a concept album or no? I don't know. I just think it's like... Just ref- good as one whole th- listen? Yeah. You just listen to it straight through. Okay. I, I don't know. I just couldn't pick like one song. Okay. That's fair. I haven't seen him in concert yet, and that just makes wow, me so sad. Wow, that surprises me. Because I'm obsessed with him. I feel he's from like England or something, right? One of those places. Scotland, Ireland. So he probably tours over there a lot. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> all right, number five. Another yep. another lady, another female in the building. Um, this is her third. Well, no, I guess only second full-length solo album. That's your clue. Is it Courtney? It is Courtney. Courtney Barnett. The Australian Wonder. Um, Tell Me How You Really Feel was the album. Um, And, yeah, I I love Courtney Barnett. Uh, You really do. Another NPR introduction on that one. Thank you, Bob Boylan. Um... Yeah, she's from Australia. She had an album last year with Kurt Vile, which was really good. That's my favorite album of hers. It was really good, but more like, you know, fun songs and just jamming. This is like more serious tackling like social issues, Mm -hmm. which I I really admired that. Um, And yeah, if you're in Australia, vote for uh, 
Courtney Barnett for Prime Minister because I think she'd make a good uh, leader based on her views in this album. <laughs> Is that a thing people are trying to... No, I'm just trying to get it get it going here. Um, <laughs> and the, the tracks I had for that one were Nameless Faceless and Help Yourself. That's good. That's good stuff. Mm, thank you. All right, number four, you've mentioned, but not in your top ten. So it was an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Is this the Bonnie Doonsters? It is. <laughs> so you've already said that we discovered them at the Band of Horses concert, so I won't go into that story. But I would describe their, describe their sound as relaxing and comforting. Mm-hmm. Their lyrics are insightful. And I also really like their instrumental interludes. Whoa, look at you. Yeah, I really thought about this. <laughs> Did you go to journalism school? <laughs> Didn't have to. I'm just smart. <laughs> okay. Um, for songs, I said the, t- the title track, Long Wave, I Am Here, and Where Do You Go? It's the only one I can remember right now off the top of my head because I didn't listen to it recently, but the she said a lot of things. What one is that? Is that one of those? Or? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it's one of the ones I named. Okay. Number four. A band with probably too many members to count. And one you have had already, I think. Yeah. A band with too many members. Yeah, they were on your list already. And they have too many members. And they're weird. Oh, super, super orgasm. No, it's Super Organism. Oh! I had no idea that's how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, you had Super Orgasm on your list? I mean... That's a different band. It's a different thing altogether. Oh, um, it is. <laughs> Alright, uh, I don't think this album has a message, per se. Like, last one, like, Courtney, you know, like, social... Yeah, there is no message. It's just Besides... Like... Oh. Have fun and be yourself. Oh. That's Which nice. is a good message that we can all get behind in uh, 2019 now. Unless you're uh, certain people, then don't be yourself. Yeah, completely change. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this album's a blast to listen to and sing along to. And I, I didn't... I definitely didn't think I would have an album on my list uh, with the song, The Prawn Song on it. Where you what sing even about, was that song? Where you sing about being a prawn. Uh, but I loved it. So, tracks that I recommend. The Prawn Song and uh, Something for Your Mind. Which Something I think for you Your Mind is as well. so good. Yeah. Alright, number three. Which I'm surprised I still haven't heard one of yours yet. I hope it's on there. Okay. So, my top three, Beyond Obsessed. I need to figure... I know I've been saying that word a lot. I need to find another word. But they're just the trifecta of music. Okay, here we go. So this little, little person, um, a little person I've been following for a long time, and he's finally, like, made it into the music industry. Hmm. He's not a little person. He's just skinny. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Um, I don't know. Troy uh, Savon. Sigh. Okay, so his album, his latest album is Bloom. And like I said, I've been following him for a long time. He was a YouTube star before he got into the music industry. He's Jewish, so I can relate to that as well. Um, I would describe his sound as dancey, techy, and just great. 
I mean, I mm, really... In the great genre. My favorite genre. That is it's the best genre, I think. <laughs> or the greatest, you could say. I put for songs... I mean, I love all of them, but Dance to This with Ariana Grande slays. Whoa. It is just incredible. I love it so much. I've listened to it way too many times. Really? I haven't heard you talk about it that much. Well, then maybe you haven't been in the room when I've been at my little dance parties. Thanks for the invite. Well, I don't even know if you like Troy Sivan. I feel like I need to burn you some of his music. I think you've burned me one. Maybe not. Anywho. Awkward. My number three, who I thought would be your number three, but it's got to be your number two. Advanced Joy's number one. I know. Spoiler, sorry. Um, I spoiled it like a long yeah. time ago, though. Uh, Casey Musgraves. Hmm. Golden Hour. Is that on your list? That is my number two. Okay, I was getting worried. Like, where's Casey? She's up okay. there. Good. Uh, this is Casey's third out. No, take it back. Fourth album. She did that weird Christmas album, which we, we don't didn't. count that. Okay, then third album. <laughs> um, but uh, another one to thank you for because you introduced me to Casey. I did. I did. And I'm really has, proud of it. Who has? quickly become one of my favorite artists definitely my favorite country artist um because i don't normally like country you're missing out eh, am i um well yes you are i heard the first few singles i was a little worried because they were kind of poppy uh like butterflies and stuff i'm like uh-oh she going away from the country but rest assured there's there's plenty of guitar and country on there and uh what plenty were your of songs what are your songs I'm, I'm getting to them and plenty of uh like references to country things like High Horse and Space Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my two tracks were High Horse and Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy was also one of my tracks. Butterflies is good. I'm They're s- all good. I'm really sad that you didn't say my other track, but we'll get to it. Do you have anything else to say about Casey? No. Get to uh, your track. Okay, okay. So my number two is Casey. Golden Hour, obviously. She's wonderful. Is it amazing. Golden Hour? Is that the other track? No, no, no. That's the, a solid one. The other track is Love is a Wild Thing. Oh, I thought about it, but I limited myself to two on all. I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't aware of this rule, so I've <laughs> I'm not saying it's a rule. It. I'm just saying I limited myself. Otherwise, I would have just put. I just feel like songs. it's a song that's personal to us because I put it on one of your CDs, <laughs> one of your mix CDs, love songs on it. I I've mentioned uh, John Prine's uh, Boundless, Boundless Love, love which, which was on also on that CD. Great CD, by the way. What do you think? <laughs> great my mix cds we should have an episode just about how wonderful they are yeah we'll talk about that anyway uh okay oh so golden hour is not my favorite casey album what? <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like it's what would you put like the other two pageant both material. of them well i mean the first one will always have like the most love. Same trailer, different park. In my, in my, yeah, exactly. Uh, in my heart, because it was like the introductory album to my, uh, not obsession, <laughs> devotion to, mm. to Casey Musgraves. Okay, the reason why this is not my favorite Casey album, but still, obviously, really good album. I'm sorry, I have to stop you there. Um, one of my bracelets just broke, and we can have a little uh, funeral for it on air. R.I.P., buddy. Oh, 
my gosh. Do you want to explain? Is this my oldest one? No, it's not the blue one. Explain what you're, what you're talking about. Uh, Kathy is one to make these little friendship bracelets, you call them? Mm-mm. <laughs> you act like it's a term that nobody's heard I of. I don't know. Friendship bracelets. Um, and one of them came yeah, off. one of them just broke. In so, the middle of a podcast, that's so. I'm down to only eleven now. How will I go on? Oh, don't worry. I, I got a, <laughs> I got a stash you can pick from after. All right. Sorry podcast. for the interruption. Please continue. Okay, so it wasn't my favorite Casey album because it was a lot slower than the other. Yeah, two she albums. did have a lot of like slower songs on there that like. But I liked it because it gave it. But 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 it was still very well written, and. I think you get more out of it, out of it the more you listen to it. At least that's what it was for me. Like the first time I listened it grows to it, on you each time. Yeah, the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Why? <laughs> where, where are the bops?" But Space Cowboy, "Love Is a Wild Thing" were the songs that I picked, and I feel like those are bops in their own regard. They're yeah. just not as. You can tell she was like, like going through some stuff in this album. There's more like deep hitters you know yeah although she she got good. divorced and married like in the same year right uh, so. no, no no not divorced oh, broke, broke up. up with a long time boyfriend sorry yeah who's in her band he's still in his the band we confirmed that i think i don't know, I don't know. whatever right. you know teach their own teach their own is that all you got to say about casey i mean I, I could go on but that's for the time being that's what i have prepared all right my number two, also a band I've been following for a long time. Greeting Committee. You got it. Uh, the Greeting Committee, but yeah. Um, okay. Only a true <laughs> fan knows that there's a the at the beginning. The. No, yeah, it would be the because it's not a vowel. Um, this is it. Someone who's been following this band uh, since they were in high school. I was not in high school. I'm older. I just follow young people and try to relive my glory days. Just kidding. Um, that is true. I had like a perfectly written thing and I keep going off script. Okay, as someone who had been following this band since they were in high school, This Is It is the perfect title for the long awaited debut LP. How you like that? Pretty good, right? This Is It? Like, this is finally it! Uh, um, uh-huh. <laughs> no. And it did not disappoint. Nice. Um, they've grown a lot since their first EP. They put out two EPs, uh, which I didn't write down, so I don't remember the name of some super fan I am. Mm. Um, but there's a little bit of everything in this album, and I really loved it. Songs you can scream along to, like mm-hmm. Don't Go, or songs that, like, make you tear up, like Birthday Song. It's a little slower. All of them very danceable, though, so that's good. Uh, finally got to see them in concert this year. Uh, so that was awesome after uh, trying to for many years. So, yeah, yeah it's it was a big deal. A, it was a heck of a party. Um, the tracks I put on there were Don't Go and Birthday Song. Because, mm-hmm. again, sticking to the two-track uh, rule. It's not am, a rule. <laughs> that I imposed upon myself. And, yeah, check out the greeting committee if you haven't heard them. They're a local Kansas City band, and uh, I really like what... I really like their sound. They're blowing up right now. You know, they're not they're, no longer they're local. Go, they're going on tour. So, check them out if they're coming to your city. Indeed. All right. 
My number one, you've already mentioned, and we've said several times that this is my number one. Why aren't you excited about this? This is number one. Well, we already. I feel like I already. Oops. You're fine. Um, I already blew this. What? Let's read these beautiful words you've written about Vance. Okay. I love Flutter to Vance. Here it goes. I think it was a great overall album. Every track, incredible, wonderful, perfect. Could not be wow. better. Incredible, wonderful, perfect. It was such a good album. When I was listening to this album back in what, like February? I don't know. Long time ago. It was like early 2018. Yeah, I think it was like 2014 it came out. No, I'm saying 2000. <laughs> what? You're not making any sense. Okay. Anyway, I said that it deserved a Grammy nomination. Did it get one? No. That's why the Grammys don't know what they're talking about. But that's a whole other thing. I still love the Grammys for the performances, but they never get Don't get me started on Grammy performances. That should have made my number one just for that. <laughs> you haven't seen Kesha praying at the okay. Grammys last year? Go look it up on YouTube. It's wonderful. Okay, this is about Vance. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, I would say he has very relatable relationship songs, which, as you already mentioned, most of his songs are about relationships. Mm-hmm. And here were my favorite of those. Lay it on me, like gold, and alone with me. Mm. He just, like, melts your heart. Melts it. Completely. To a puddle. Okay. Now are we ready? And he's really good in concert. Drum roll, please. This is terrible drums. Kathy, can you guess my number one? Snail mail. No, it's male snail. Oh. <laughs> yes, snail mail. Lush. Another um, debut album at the top of the list, like the greeting committee. Um, yeah, I saw this. Another NPR shout out. I first saw this band on NPR. They did a tiny desk, but I think before that they had done some other video with like Lars Gottrich or something. Um so yeah, I watched the Tiny Desk and loved it. Like I really liked their EP, but uh, I definitely wouldn't have guessed when their album came out it would be in my top five, let alone my number one. Maybe not even top ten. You've listened to it so many times. But yeah, uh, it's got angsty teens. <laughs> Which you love. It's got some killer riffs and some screaming ladies at lead vocals. I don't know if I'd call it screaming, but she really wails on it. Uh, Wailing, screaming, same thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Lindsay Jordan is the name of the lead singer. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like tracks, I did the cop out here and said throw a dart. All of them are fantastic. 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 Um, if I had to pick one, I'd say pristine. I know myself and I won't love anyone else. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no? I mean, Kathy's a hater. But I thought, that's okay. it, whoa, <laughs> hater. That's a strong word. I thought it was a like a fine album, but it did not touch me the way it touched you. Let's be clear. Nobody is touching me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, that was our top ten albums. I hope you agreed or disagreed. 
Uh, we. Why do you hope they agreed? I just want the discourse, you know. Well, mm. I guess if they agreed, there wouldn't be much discourse. See, maybe, maybe they should tweet at us. Tweet at us or email us. We got them both set up since the last uh, time. Go ahead. Their top ten albums. Hashtag. CCP top ten. Oh, nice! You just come up with that on the spot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Would you believe she doesn't have a Twitter? I used to in another <laughs> life. Um, but what is yeah, our Twitter handle? The, the handle is Caleb Kathy Pod. That's C A L E B C A T H Y P O D. And the email is the same, just at Gmail. C A L E B C A T H Y P O D at Gmail. Um, yeah, if you guys want to send us your top tens or have any questions or want to spread the good word of the CCP, uh, yeah, that's where to find us. Get at. it trending. They can't see that wink, but I saw it and I loved it. Oh, <laughs> um, you're welcome. And that's all we got. So uh, next time, do we know what we're gonna be doing? Yes, we do. Do, we do. Okay. We do. We do. We do. We saw the old and new Mary Poppins. Like back to back days, I had never seen Mary Poppins, so. which we will we will discuss how crazy that is. <laughs> okay, and we're gonna talk about the movies, comparisons, thoughts, feelings, all the above. Okay, so yeah, if you guys want to uh, watch those ahead of time, I would recommend it. What is there something on my face? What oh no, for? I was just looking at you. Oh okay, um yeah, check out Mary. Yeah, watch Poppins. watch them ahead of time. Sorry, watch them ahead of time because we probably will be saying some spoilers. Right. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I mean, how else do you discuss a movie? But, I mean, it's not like anybody dies, it's Mary Poppins. (laughs) There's not, like, major spoilers. Spoilers, nobody dies in Mary Poppins. Spoiler, there's a, you know, a guest, special guest at the end. Okay. No no more spoilers. Save it for the spoiler cast next week. (laughs) So, you're going to want to watch Mary Poppins... Is it just Mary? No, like the original one. There's no Mary like, Poppins and 1964, then, whatever it was. And then Mary Poppins Returns, Returns which I think is still in theaters. Still in theaters. Point. So, otherwise, I don't know how else you're gonna watch it unless you get on it and see it while it's in theaters. Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait a little bit until it comes out. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but yeah, that's what next week's episode will hopefully be about. Uh, and yeah. This is the CCP signing off. I'm Caleb. I'm Kathy. Bye. Bye.